Welcome to the Conscious Living Show with your host, Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce, and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sex life reflects the health of other aspects of your life. While this may not be the only factor, it certainly contributes to the degree you'll enjoy a well rounded, healthy, happy, sexy life. Now, here is Dr. Nancy and Dr. Mark. Well, good morning. Hi, babe. Welcome back to the Conscious, Conscious Living. Living Sexuality Show. Absolutely. So we're back in uh, Northern California where it's freezing cold. It's supposed to snow this week. Woohoo! And we're actually doing something different this morning. We're going live on my Facebook. So if you're a part of my, um, my Nan Pierce Facebook group, you can go on and you can watch the show and listen at the same time. So it's a one-hour show. You only have an hour to, t- to listen to us. And then if you have questions, I may not be able to get to them during the show because I really can't see <laughs> that well where the phone is. But we'll answer them afterwards for sure. So what's the topic today, dear? We are talking about navigating the lifestyle. Navigating the lifestyle. Well, before we navigate, we probably need to understand what the lifestyle is. That's for sure. There's a lot of controversy about that. Yeah, I I hear that in your voice frequently. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, the term the lifestyle, I think for a long time, meant swingers. Or the swinging lifestyle kind of expanded to the lifestyle. And so it's like um, if you go back to the 60s, they had wife swappers, right? And so people that were into uh, swapping wives, they that kind of became uh, taboo because it, it, that made it seem like it was all men controlled and that they just swapped wives. I remember a TV show on swapping wives. Yeah, that wasn't about that, though. Right. I know. I was no, misleading. It didn't work out very well for most of the right. couples. But Playboy did a great show called Swing. And so that, that kind of brought the term into uh, the swing lifestyle. But the term the lifestyle really incorporates a lot of variation to that. And David and Carol with the Sexy Lifestyle Network, which is our sponsored network, they have expanded it even for expanded it even further. And it is really encompasses a whole array of ways of living sexy. So if you're not in the lifestyle, then what are you? Well, they would dead. Say, dead. <laughs> um, well, you're probably bored. You know, because I, I talk to a lot of couples around the world who have fallen into the the social the social traps of feeling like they have to fit into a mold in their relationship. Maybe maybe they're trying to emulate their parents' relationship. Maybe they're they're trying to um, to live somebody else's life, but not necessarily their own. So I think that's where people get a little frustrated. I was thinking you were going to say private or private. Yes, people people who are just very just between themselves, very private individuals, um, don't want anyone else to. Uh, have an inkling of what their their sexual life is like. Well, do you, I mean, I suppose that's true, but you could still be in the lifestyle and be private. Well, that's an interest. That's okay. That's another question there. Yeah. How can you be in the lifestyle and be private? Yeah. No, I don't think, I don't think everybody 
in the lifestyle wants to declare everything that they are doing or all the choices they make. I think perhaps people that are that are that are meeting friends and maybe traveling with people in the lifestyle do so um, because it's just there's a lot more fun. And there's, there's a much more open dialogue about some of the real topics in life that people have trouble talking about, maybe to their, their friends that they work with or the, the neighbors that they go to baseball with or those sort of things. And that would include sex then? That, well, sex is a hard topic for people to, to talk about. Even if they have just some generic questions, they may not want to reveal anything about themselves, but they might feel a little bit more, uh, you know, embarrassed or shy about talking about those things with their buddies. I mean, we've had those conversations about, I mean, I can talk about sex with anybody. So that's not, that's probably why I became a sexologist. Well, that is your job. That is my job. But even before it was my job, that was part of what was exciting was I became, uh, I became part of that, that lifestyle that, that just was open about sexuality and, and honesty about it. So one of, some of the myths about sexuality or about the lifestyle are really um, kind of pertain to uh, that if you're in the lifestyle that you're that you're having sex with anybody and everybody. Really? Is that true? Not for me. Okay. Well, not for me either. But I think I think a lot of people assume that if you're in that lifestyle or if you're in the sexy lifestyle that you're a swinger. Is that true? I guess not. <laughs> I think I've kind of lost you here. Well, I think that the, the word is used kind of in a general sense. And and I and I think we want to be careful if a person's not in the lifestyle. They just feel very private and they're not uh, as comfortable or not just not interested in sharing any of their sexual banter with other couples and such. But right. as you move into the lifestyle, you're more comfortable and you can, as you your terminology, sex it up a little bit. And that can, you you know, couples can take that right back into their hotel room and, and, uh, and have fun. One of the, for example, we went to Nadia New Orleans this last uh, summer and <clears throat> there's about 1,200 to 1,500 couples that come to New Orleans for this convention and it's called a lifestyle convention. It, they used to call it a swinger convention, but but Bob Hannaford has really expanded the term to be more inclusive I think that's part of the that's part of the issue is that if it's just for swingers, then people that maybe maybe are a little bit more creative and they want to they want to understand a little bit more. They want to learn from people that are that are more free in the in their sexuality or ha, or have designed their relationship in a new and different way that they might not feel included to go to something like that. So a lot of people that go to to uh, some of the lifestyle friendly resorts or to naughty New Orleans are not swingers, but they're they want to be a, they want to feel sexier. They want to have a little bit more spice in their own relationship and and learn a little bit more about how to keep things hot for the long haul. That was one of the topics that I spoke to. So I think that's that's really I think that's where the the lifestyle term is being expanded, which means that you can't assume if you ask somebody, are you in the lifestyle, that they're swingers. 
You know, I think that's a that's probably one of the problems that's happening is people that are not swingers are saying, yeah, I'm in the lifestyle. And then then people are making assumptions and having expectations about them. So it's it there is some there is some need for uh, more questions like what, what kind of questions would you would you ask if you were kind of curious about what somebody was into? Oh, I, I mean, you just have to ask straight up. I don't know how to. How what to what are you question. into? But I, I was just thinking of uh, why <laughs> we would call it the lifestyle um, in such a general sense. And so, if you're going to Naughty in New Orleans and you're you're going and it's a lifestyle event, I think what it really requires is that you have an open mind because you're going to be exposed to people who have all kinds of different concepts of what that means. Right. If you're very private and you don't want to see anything else, then you wouldn't feel comfortable at not in New Orleans. But if you're if one of the things that you like to do is to dress up a little bit naughty or dress up a little bit sexy or go to a dance in a nightgown, <laughs> you can do that at these types of events without necessarily declaring that you're a swinger. Mm-hmm. And because other people are doing perhaps even more outrageous things, you're not going to be judged. So I think when you start using the word uh, lifestyle, I think you're going to a uh, an event where people are open-minded and there's not going to be judgment in your aspects of what you're interested in doing. Right. I think that's that's really the key is the non-judgment. Some of the dresses that you wear <clears throat> would not do well at a regular hotel I, in Hawaii. I could well, I couldn't wear them to one of the the doctors events here in No, I think locally. they would ask you to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then that I have to go home with you early. And that, that's one, yeah, well, that wouldn't be bad. That's one of the things that we discovered um, going to hedonism 13 years ago was that people would, could dress just wildly sexy, men and women. Um, you could wear your costumes if you wanted to. You could do, you know, you could really go all out. And nobody, nobody would criticize you or judge you or kick you out. So I think lifestyle means really a synonym for non-judgment because you are going to be exposed to all kinds, all aspects of sexuality, some that you're kind of curious about and some that you have no interest in all in participating with. So do I, you th- I have no interest in being wrapped up in saran wrap. No? No. All right. I better check that off my list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's on the consent form. Check it off. I mean, I have no interest in a lot of things, but I do like being in a setting where I'm not being judged. Right. For what I am interested in. Yeah. Or what you're not interested in. That's you know, I think that's a lot of people. Um, I, I ran into somebody the other day that was really judgmental of people that he called vanilla. Like like being vanilla was a bad thing and being a swinger was superior. So I call that having a superiority complex. And there's nobody superior to anybody else uh, in in this world to begin with. And certainly not in the in the lifestyle. It's really um, it's about acceptance uh, and inclusion and non-judgment and celebration. I mean, it really is about celebrating the and and learning. Oh my God! You know, you can get some ideas about things in life that maybe you hadn't ever pondered. So, do I want to give the 
the warning or the disclaimers now. Okay. If you go to a lifestyle event, you may not ever go be able to go on a regular vacation ever again. True. Because the people you meet are so interesting and and very quickly you can develop some friendships which are just a little bit slower to develop in a world where there's judgment. Right. That's so true. So true. And and you just you can learn so much just by having dinner conversations with people. People are so much more free to talk about their their lives and their honesty and their their struggles and their challenges and their excitement with the lifestyle. Right. You know. Right. So we need to get a shirt. So, you know, it says Dr. Nan, no judgment zone. Okay. Something like that. Lifestyle. Maybe I'll do that for our because this is our exotic lifestyle shirts. So maybe I'll do that this year. Yeah, I like the idea of, of no judgment zone. No judgment zone. That's really what lifestyle means to me. Yeah, I love it. All right, we're going to get ready for a little break, and um, I'll check in with the people that are on live on Facebook, and I have another thread here on WhatsApp that's that's listening. So we're what's, trying to expand uh, it out a little bit. Real quick, what's all next right? Next segment. segment um, we're going to be talking about how to how to create that new paradigm. How to talk about monogamy versus non-monogamy. Oh, wow. oh, okay. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go there. All right, we're gonna take a little break, and uh, when we come back, we've got more sexy talk for you with the Conscious Living Sexuality Show. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communication specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Discover, explore, and celebrate your sexy right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Okay, we're back. This is The Conscious Living Sexuality Show. We've 
kind of added sexuality to the name of our show because we are talking about sex, right? Well, I like how this is working out today. We've, we've covered what the lifestyle means. Yes. A non-judgment zone so that people can express their interest in sexuality. Okay. Love it. All right. So do you think that uh, being a, a, a nudist is a part of the lifestyle? Well, it's certainly something you wouldn't want to be judged about because right. everything is revealed. Or a freak. If you consider yourself like you like to fly your freak flag. I'm not sure what that means. If somebody told me you were a freak, I don't know what that would mean. So you are a freak. Sit back and, sit back and listen. Tell you. Just got to let you know you fall into that category. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> okay, so... When we when we talk about um, sexy doesn't have an expiration date, I have to share the story about the first time we went to hedonism, and you know it, it was uh, 13 years ago. Um, I was already a grandparent. Um, I was kind of starting to feel a little bit like, am I supposed to still feel sexy? I'm a, I'm a nana. How does that work? Uh, you know, all the things that culture and society and life has, has pl- implanted into our brains about self-perception. And then we decided to go to hedonism after talking about it, wasting 10 years of our life to talk about it going. And we went and I had a reawakening Um it was it was incredible because there were all these people there, all ages, all sizes, from all parts of the world, uh, all walks of life, and everybody was celebrating being sexy. Everybody was supportive of everybody else being sexy. And you know my re- revelation was what that you would never go on another vacation anyplace else. Well, that was true. That first thirty-six hour day kind of ruined me. <laughs> It was like, oh, my God. First of all, we were there nine days. We said we had to pace ourselves, which we never really could do. And then uh, and then we were like, when can we come back? Oh, we didn't <laughs> finally make it to Europe. All right. Yeah. So. Okay. So, so the sexy doesn't have an expiration date is part of the lifestyle. Because I think a lot of couples um, and singles uh, seek the lifestyle for one, to, to not be judged, to be to feel accepted for their own personal curiosities and couples because they want to keep their relationship hot you know we we know that the divorce rates in our country and around the world are high and so i think a lot a lot more couples are saying all right we we don't we want to be married we want to be happily married we want to be blissfully happily married how can we do that and then you start to meet people that are in this lifestyle and they've been married for 40 years, 50 years, six, and they are still madly passionately in love and crazy about each other. And you go, all right, we want to drink what they're drinking. Where, where's that well? And so, so finding out that, that sexy doesn't have an expiration date. And it's also a myth that the longer you've been married, the less hot you are with each other. That, that doesn't have to be. And the lifestyle, I think, is uh, is kind of the catalyst for understanding that. Well, I would, you know, I, again, I try to understand how people make their decisions. But I would assume that if somebody 
isn't in search of the lifestyle, that they're very happy with where they're at and that they have no motivation to make any changes. So they're happy and they're doing well mm-hmm. and everything is, is cool and good. But a lot of people like to see what's on the edge and they get their curiosity and, and moving toward the lifestyle is a way to do that. So maybe they have become bored. Mm-hmm. People that move into the lifestyle probably did have a period of, of boredom or not as not feeling as satisfied so they started searching for something else this is the natural thing that we do but the people who don't are perfectly fine they're 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 doing their thing they're yeah okay, of you know? course of yeah. course mm-hmm. yeah it's not it's not at all to imply that if you don't if you don't go into the lifestyle that your marriage sucks yeah right no i think that's very important yeah because that, I, I think <clears> that superiority <throat> complex you're talking about is true everybody thinks i've got it better than somebody else right I, you don't know you know no so no judgment backward either right that's what our yoga has taught us uh, right uh, and it's a great way to live yeah it is mm-hmm. so how do we how do we create that new paradigm um, how do we open up that conversation with each other how did we open up that conversation with each other to talk about going to hedonism well we we had to understand where our edges were which is kind of difficult to reveal so mm-hmm. that's where the concept of the oasis comes in yeah and i think that that was you know the trip aside the oasis is really the the core part of our relationship and it fits right into the concepts of yoga of non-judgment and thank you for sharing that with me <laughs> not necessarily always having to have a rebuttal uh, back for a comment or a suggestion that you receive. I mean, these things work at work, too. Yes. If your boss is telling you that they'd like it done a different way, you just say, thank you for sharing that with me. You might get a little bit further instead of having a reason why you didn't or try to figure out how to... If you have an argument. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There doesn't need to be a discussion. Right. um, So I think the Oasis is critical. Go back and, and look at Nancy's blogs on the Oasis... Or maybe we should even do some groups on creating the Oasis uh, like you did in New Orleans. Well, and we're going to be teaching that next week in Jamaica. Excellent. Yeah. So um, one of my favorite things to do is to teach partner um, communication and yoga, um, which, you know, yoga really, the word means to yoke your body, mind and spirit. So if you're practicing yoga together, you're coming into your whole being and then you're merging with this other person's whole being, whether it's you're breathing together, you're supporting each other, or you're having a conversation. And so we've come up with this concept of the oasis to help couples talk about things that are important. Sometimes those things can be difficult conversations and sometimes those things can be just things you're so super excited about sharing and you just want this your partner to be there to really receive what you're saying without without necessarily planting their opinion onto it. So, so it's going, important. So going to a lifestyle event is really an extension of that where right. you, you're going to make observations and your opinion of what you're seeing is not necessary at all. Right. You don't, you don't need to give your opinion to any other person there no. as to what uh, you're observing. And that's really what creates the safe zone. So now you have the oasis between the couple and now you have the uh, almost like a training zone to go to a place where it might challenge you a little bit. 
I've seen things I'm not really all that interested in. <laughs> I have no opinion, and I don't. I you know, I I have no attraction. I just move on, find the areas that are interesting to me. I I just would love to see that little thought bubble over your head to see what pictures just popped up. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, I mean, you do see things that you you can't. You go, sometimes you want to scratch your eyes out, and sometimes you just you know your eyes pop out of your head. But I mean, that's part of the excitement is that you do see and hear and learn about things that perhaps you hadn't ever contemplated before. Well, there's no responsibility. You don't have to call nine one one or try to get a mental health worker there. <laughs> Yeah. So what in creating a new paradigm, I think it's really important to take take timeouts together and so that you can talk about these things as a couple and and explore your concepts about your relationship. How do you define your relationship? And does that have any room for expansion? Uh, how do you define monogamy? If you have if you've agreed to monogamy, you check that button on the on the marriage license. Did you have a conversation about what that really means? Did you go into detail, like the long list of things that that can mean? And does that include uh, flirting or being naked in public? I know many people that they just couldn't handle being naked in public with their partner because they don't want anybody else looking at their partner's naked body. Okay, so that's your boundary. That's, you know, you have to understand that. So if you, there's some really great, uh, we went to a beautiful resort in Dominican Republic called Excellence, which was super romantic, grown-ups only. Uh, it was elegant, wonderful. Maybe that's enough just to kind of get you into that into that sexier feeling uh, as being around just adults. Because anytime you go on a vacation or you go out, if there's a lot of kids around, that can be a... a a sexy squelcher so at least for me it is so going to places where it's just grown-ups can change the dynamic quite a bit absolutely i mean that that was a very great vacation yeah and then maybe try a new a, a nude beach one of our first new naked beach experiences was it on a cruise ship we went to orient beach and saint thomas i believe that is and that was a crazy experience for both of us not a big deal because we barely could get out of the water without our suits on and the funniest thing was watching me try to get onto a lounge chair without flashing the world all my goodies and so how does, how does, i guess funny. sexy doesn't have an expiration date huh right well maybe that wasn't so sexy <laughs> that I, was more I hilarious think, i think we laughed harder with that event uh than than ever and and um I think that, you know, just having these conversations is so important and you don't want any negative feelings, you know. So, you know, just assuming that that, uh, there's an expiration date. I don't like thinking about my expiration date. No. And um, I know we're burning days. We're burning daylight. So be curious with the world and experience all the aspects that you'd like to experience without judgment. Yeah. And have those conversations with your partner. And it doesn't have to be at a lifestyle event. It can be no. can be at excellence. Uh, I kind of liked it there because you didn't know anybody. <laughs> the, the tables only had two chairs, and I could uh, tip the piano player to play the music I liked to hear. Yeah. And it was very sexy. It was well, really very great. Romantic. So sexy. keep having the, you know, keep experimenting with 
your time. So we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about consent, consensual agreements, um, and how to how to work that into your expansion of uh, of mo- moving into a lifestyle that maybe tests your boundaries a little bit. So now we're going to get more serious. Maybe get a little bit more serious. All right. All right. We'll be right back. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communication specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. Stay tuned in and turned on to a sexual evolution here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back to The Conscious Living Sexuality Show. I think Dioma just slipped in there. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> I have an alter ego. Uh-oh. <laughs> My phone's turning. <laughs> I have an alter ego. <laughs> we just tilted. Uh, and she's Southern. <laughs> All right. We're talking about navigating the lifestyle and... Uh, and how that works, um, and how consent fits in to that. And, you know, consent is probably the word of this decade. I think hopefully it will be forever. It's been a word that that has been brought back out uh, with the Me Too movement and, and how we actually can acquire uh, enthusiastic consent. And I always add the word enthusiastic because just getting somebody to say yes or just getting somebody to begrudgingly agree is not consent. That's coercion. And there's a lot of coercion happening in in relationships and sexuality. So to avoid that, you want to be able to have conversations that really can incite whether somebody's enthusiastically wanting to engage with you on any level, and that includes your partner, right? Absolutely. So how, how do you, what does enthusiastic consent look like? Well, I think it's uh, like having a great cup of tea. <laughs> mm, so good. 
And <laughs> I'll have some more tea, please. I think if uh, you're enthusiastically enjoying your tea or look like you're going to enjoy your tea, then maybe I'll want some of that. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think enthusiastic consent is, is wonderful because now you can get all of your concerns and inhibitions out of the way and move forward. Uh, in a more relaxed manner. I think it's it's really critical. It's critical this day and age. And, you know, I, I tease, I brought up the tea concept, but I think that the person who created that was a genius, really. And, and you're, he's referring to the tea video, and do the British version um, of consent and tea. I'll put it in the, the notes later for you. But it's a great, um, because, it's something you can show to your teens, too. It's a great Conversation. Everybody's uncomfortable with breaking the ice. A lot of times, lifestyle events are really all about just finding your edge and having the ability to break the ice without judgment. And so, the tea concept you could you can always use that for consent. Mm -hmm. You know, that looks really good. I like what you seem to be enjoying. Um, And now, now you've turned the consent around. You've you've given consent without having to be asked or approached which is, I think, important because there's a lot of inhibition out there. People are going to be afraid to ask. They don't want to embarrass. That's true even at lifestyle events. Right, right. Would you like to go swing with me? Nobody's going to really say that too no, often. No. You know, that's pretty hard. You know, right. they go, hell no, you know. Um, well, uh, so you don't want to get that answer. So yeah. it's better if a person comes out and says, boy, I like that tea you're having. <laughs> That they, what if they haven't seen the video? They might not. Everybody understand. needs to see that video. Yes. <laughs> That's the point. Is I'm trying to get it out there and yeah, saying, watch that video. that video. So yeah, I show so it at the beginning of my June event every year. Yeah. So nobody's shyer than I am. That's true. Nobody's shyer than I am. I, I'll I'll take I'll say, state that, and if you meet me, you can see if that's true. But um, so maybe it's just self defense. Watch the T video. <laughs> And, you know, in the lifestyle, I think there's, sadly, there's still a lot of assumptions being made about if you're at a lifestyle event, like if you're at Naughty New Orleans or you're at Hedonism, people make assumptions about who you are and what you're into because you're there. And I can tell you, if you ever, if you're in the Hedonism Facebook group, which has about 13,000 members, if you say hedonism is a swinger resort, you're going to get clobbered because at any given time, except January, which is lifestyle month or swingers month, if every every other month there, it may be 50-50, may, it may be more people not into the swinging lifestyle, but are there because they love the freedom of not having to be anything that they aren't and being able to be exactly as they are. So really, you have to be able to understand how this consent works. So if you're in, if you're in a sw- you're in a swinging relationship, you want to be able to have a conversation with a couple about what you're into. You know, we we love to you know we love to find people that we want to play with. Um, you know, we we go we come here. We're we're looking for friendship, but we're also looking for people that are interested in you know having a sexual experience with us. Is that something that you ever? In, in entertained. I mean, you can have a conversation and ask specifically what. <laughs> Am I getting uncomfortable just saying that? No, because I was just thinking of somebody that came. You're giving an example, and if somebody just tuned in, they'd be thinking that you were putting out an, 
an ad. An ad. <laughs> hey. And, uh, and you're probably going to get a lot of emails and, uh, and comments coming up. You know, when we do the show, we, and I like it because we play with word and, and I, and we're so hard, we're still trying to understand how we're all navigating our lives right. as well. And you, you talk about agreements and you talk about the monogamy agreement mm-hmm. and, and I think the, the issue here is how are you moving through life? And if at these events or in life in general, if you are married and you have a monogamy agreement, what you've really given is, and I think this is true even in the lifestyle, is that your partner has veto power. You know, that, that, that both of you have to feel comfortable moving in the same direction. Right. It has to be symmetric. It has to be a comfort moving ahead. And and so if you've had those agreements, what you're really agreeing to is, hey, what do you think about this? I think about that. No, I'm not really comfortable. Okay. And see if there's something else that we have in common that we can move toward. I mean, I, I think our politicians need to do that, too, a little bit. Yeah. Well, so, I, so what do you think about the Sibian? You know, you yeah. need a couple's going to be talking about one person has to bring it up in the oasis, perhaps, so that there's no judgment. Hey, I'm kind of I heard about this machine. I'm kind of curious about it. What do you think about it? And then you have that conversation. Ironically, that's not how it generally goes with the Sibian. Most of the people buying it are men that are surprising their wives with it. And I think there's a lot of Sibians probably still sitting in boxes that haven't been opened because the wife is like, whoa, I don't know what, what I don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. So I think having that conversation certainly is more likely to set her up for success. they just really know how to repack those boxes perfectly? No. Not an easy, it's not an easy packing situation, no. So the wives are taking it out and then putting it back, saying, I haven't even opened that box. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, no. No? Okay. No, so, and, you know, I think this is a, this is a great conversation starter just about any sex toy. Um, You know, there are people, there are some people that still believe that if you have a sex toy that somehow you're not enough or or that it's it's um it's a slam to your partner that you have a sex toy that that's because in that monogamy agreement they might have thought they might have been given the myth that you need to be your your penis is everything for your partner and they never are ever going to want any other stimulation or any other experience and that may or may not be true. So you you might want to have that conversation because I really believe that our body and our sexuality is our we have a right to explore that regardless of what our partner wants. We have a right to do that. You have a right to masturbate. I have a right to masturbate. I don't have domain over your penis and you certainly don't have domain over my vulva. So, you know, we 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 respect that. And yet a lot of people believe in the in the consensual monogamy agreement that that is part of what they've agreed to is that they get to have that domain. I hear people say all the time, "That's women say that's my penis." Well, I hate to tell you this, but it's not. You don't you're not attached to it, and when wherever he goes, there it goes. <laughs> well, I, I think again, touching on you know what are the <clears throat> agreements that people have made, mm-hmm. and how are they moving li- through life together, and where are their own individual boundaries within right. 
how much of their individualness are they merging together and then how are they moving through it gets complicated very quickly <clears throat> you can do it if you get to the non-judgment part right so that people you can start to explore these things and at least you head off an argument you know or or stress yeah and i th- you know the other uh, one of the other agreements that people can make in this in this is do you have veto power i mean that's an agreement that you make because we've had the conversation where I've asked you, well, what do you think about this? And and I've asked for your opinion and you've withheld your opinion because you've said, if I tell you what I think, then I won't get to know who you really are and, and what you really want. Well, I think that's very unique to our relationship. Right. right I'm just I, saying I that that's, you know. that's, that's an option. Yeah. So it doesn't, it's not always one or the other, but it's an agreement that we've made. Right. 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 Other people have veto power over everything, so right. that's an agreement. Yeah, if you've agreed to that, then that's that's your then that's what your consensual agreement is. Right, and that's why I talk a lot about consensual agreements. Make sure that this isn't something that's been imparted on you without your consent. Just like you don't let somebody touch your body without your consent, you don't let them make rules for you without your consent. So when you move into the lifestyle. <clears throat> You are in an environment where there's less judgment, hopefully mm-hmm. no judgment. Yeah. And so you can practice. You're the, you can, can practice talking to each other and you can practice uh, learning what's consensual, what's, uh, you know, it's all, it all starts to come together. Yes. And you can start to practice that with other couples if you're interested or other individuals if you're interested. Um, and you have to. If you don't... Um, the lifestyle is much more consensual oriented than than um, uh, the other generic places that you might go out to see. You know, should, certainly you just should go to be. a bar, you know, you don't really know even what the rules are there. Right. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about um, as as the natural ebbs and flows of this lifestyle and when when things change, how do you handle that? So take take a little break. Uh, listen to our sponsors, Sibian and the um, Sexy Lifestyle Network, and we'll be right back. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communication specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. You're listening to the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network.
You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back. This is the Conscious Living Sexuality Show. Today we're talking about navigating the lifestyle. What What does that even mean? What was that last segment on? We were talking about consent and the Me Too movement and and how to ask for consent. What is consensual? um, How to create that? How to create that new concept in your relationship? I think you'll be surprised after you practice it a few times. It gets to be very natural and comfortable. And if you're not comfortable. Ask for some tea. Maybe uh, they've seen the video. Would you like a cup of tea? Yeah, you have to, but you have to have, have an English accent. You have to have English yeah, accent. That's, that's really important. So we have learned a lot today. We've learned about the lifestyle. We've learned about, you know, how we're going to navigate this with the consent. And that each person gets to define what the lifestyle means to them. That we don't get to define what the lifestyle means for others. Well, if they're... Exactly. What what yeah. what's your area of interest? Right. Okay. Yeah. So what's this? What last kind thing? of tea you like? Yeah. <laughs> what, what's the last segment? Because there's lots of teas. You know, black there's tea there. there's black tea. There's Chinese tea. There's there's uh, chai. So you might want some spicy tea. So vanilla American. Tea. There is vanilla tea. <laughs> there's orange tea. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's another topic. Okay. So. What happens, um, you know, I think the lifestyle, anytime, I mean, just like, it's it's just an aspect of your relationship and your concept about life. And there's always going to be ebbs and flows, and it's always evolving. I think there's a, it's really important for people to understand that, that what you're doing this year might not look the same next year or in five years. We've been negotiating our relationship since the beginning. And, you know, it's, it's, it's always been evolving. Well, I'm working out. I'm trying to stay the same. Yeah, right. So what do you, what do you call me? A moving target. Yeah. So, but I think all relationships are moving targets. Don't you think? I mean, nobody stays the same. I don't know anybody else well enough to know if they're a moving target. Okay. <laughs> but but uh, just time, I think I figured you out. I have to go back in and try to understand what's happening today. <laughs> well, yeah, because I... I'm a, I am a work in progress, right? I, I'm a curious person, and so I like to just keep checking out the world. And You're a work piece? I'm a, I'm a piece of work. work. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> so how do you negotiate new terms? See I think- how I, I'm so safe, you know, I'm sitting <laughs> close to you. I don't have to put my hand up the guard. The, 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 you don't get too many head bats. Oh, yeah, I do every now and then. <laughs> so how do, how do you negotiate new terms? How, you know, I think the, the Oasis is a great... Um, a great tool for couples to use to be able to bring new ideas to, into the relationship to, for discussion. And, and I think you don't even have to get an answer right then and there. You can just mm-hmm. put out the concept and let it go. And, you know, and then that's the, the, the wonderful thing is if the other person comes back to you um, down the road, um, now you have consent and everything's good. So the ebbs and flows, that sounds nasty. <laughs> 
Everything sounds nasty to you. Yeah, ebbs and flows. I, I think um, moods. Um, we've, you know, uh, we, we see a Your lot of people. Are familiar with that. Careful. We see a lot of people, we've known a lot of people over the years that have been in the lifestyle and in the swinging lifestyle, and we, we've watched their progression and transitions. And I think um, I've seen a lot of couples who are in the swinging lifestyle take breaks. They agree to step out of that arena and and come back and kind of reground and reconnect. And I think that's really important to recognize when one of you needs that. Um, if you're, you know, if you're testing your own boundaries and th- th- that can be exhilarating and exciting and it can also be exhausting and a little scary. So even just deciding to go to a nude beach or to buy a Sibian or, or add sex toys or add fantasy play or, or anything that you're doing that, that might be something new for you, that can add an element of, of energy that can, can maybe set you a little bit off balance. And so it's really critical that you understand that it's natural to want to come back to basics a little on, on occasion and, and reground and reconnect and, and have some what you might call normalcy uh, well, I, it, to, to just bring you back to that feeling of con- comfort. This whole segment is on navigating the lifestyle. Right. And so you have to realize that there's a little extra energy that's required and there is it can be some risk. Uh, and sure. so when you pull back, you're basically saying, you know, I need a break from taking risk. I yeah. don't want to, I'm tired of the edge. I want to be in the center of the world. And that's a great place to be. Yeah. And I think that adrenaline can be exhausting, yes. you know, because yeah. when you're taking risks and you're doing different things, you are on an adrenaline high that there's no doubt. And so, so giving yourself time to, to take breaks. And so if you're navigating <laughs> with a partner, you have to realize that, that they're going to have these ebbs and flows too. And they're going to, they're going to run out of energy. They're going to want to just settle down and, and relax a little bit. Yeah. And I, I think not, not everybody, um, not everybody has this, is going to be on the same uh, pace, you know, like when you're, if you're in a partnership, so you do have to, to kind of be on the lookout for each other and check in a lot more often when you're testing, testing the boundaries. And jealousy can come up. Even the, the idea that I mentioned earlier about if you want to go to a nude beach, um, that that can be uh, that can create some jealousy. How do you deal with jealousy? Those are good conversations to have in that oasis. Like uh, the jealousy feelings I'm having are, and and have you know if, if you're not good at, at describing it, find somebody to help you uh, express what you're feeling so that you don't you don't lay that on somebody else. I always talk about having to own your own shit, you know? So if you're feeling jealous, that's not your partner's fault or problem. That's something in you that you want to look at and, and, and work out with your partner, but not blame them. You've always said that fantasy has, is a real safety zone. Right. You can, you can come back to your, to your home. You can have fantasies that are completely safe, that, that don't have, to involve anybody else except for you and your partner, and I think that's why the Sibian is unique in that way because it is a it is a an apparatus, a toy that, that can be enjoyed by both partners. Yeah, and it's risk free, and it's it's a great safe zone. 
Yeah, if you don't, it's the Sibian is spelled S-Y-B-I-A-N. Uh, if you go to Sibian.com, you can see some videos of a woman riding the Sibian. So it's the first ride-on toy. It's been out for 32 years, so it's it is the it's the Cadillac of the, or I guess the Cadillacs aren't that great anymore. Maybe it's a Lamborghini <laughs> of a uh, ride-on sex toys. I can't believe you're going to have to talk about your... My car analogies. Yeah, because we're German. That's oh, why I can oh. worship people, dear. Here it's an Audi. I mean, it's like, it's like <laughs> this Ohio State shirt. You've got to get on the team here, you know. Okay. <laughs> All right, so... I think we've covered a lot today with navigating the lifestyle. And I think the, the, the take-home message is have conversations. Consent is key. Um, you want to, you know, keep your relationship spicy and happy. And your relationship with yourself and your relationship with your partner, that's the most important thing. And that you really be, are able to hear each other's desires and and. And say just say thank you for sharing, and go back and ponder it without having to give a response right away. If you right think away. your partner uh, is uh, having an expiration point here, you know they're just not they're just not feeling sexy, then have those conversations. Yeah, sexy doesn't have an expiration. Doesn't? Point. No. No. Okay, so, you heard it from the master. Yeah. So that <laughs> I love when you say that. <laughs> over and over again and over and over again yeah you when, do yeah anyway um, okay so we keep people guessing yeah uh, no one really knows us uh, which is what's fun too including us oh no because <laughs> we're just like a work in progress That's right <laughs> moving targets here all right so remember um, this conscious living sexuality is about loving hard laughing more and kissing longer. Three second kisses, please, and three breath hugs. Really important. Thank you. <laughs> Have a great week. We'll be back next week. Talk about the naked truth about hedonism. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And Valentine's week there. Yeah. See you next week. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thank you for joining us this week for the Conscious Living Show. Be sure to join Dr. Nancy, Dr. Mark, and their guests next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Have a healthy, sexy week in every way.
When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.